Welcome to episode five of the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host, here to talk all things about the Man of Steel. And I'm not going to get into any specific topic today, but there's a bunch of tiny little news going on right now. Usually there's not a ton of news late or early parts of the year, this winter season. Usually not a ton of news, but there are a few little things that I wanted to talk about in movies and TV and little things like that. So I will update you here. Uh, first up, Reign of the Superman, the upcoming animated movie, the sequel to The Death of Superman, is coming out soon. It will be in select theaters January 13th and 14th. That's a fathom event here in the U.S. I know Canada is having some showings. I think Australia is having some showings. The U.K. is having some showings. So if you have a chance, I think that would be really cool to see the combined films. They're showing both of them, The Death of Superman and then Reign of the Superman. It'd be a cool chance to see it on the big screen if you get to do that. But if not, the film does release digitally January 15th, physically on January 29th. So Blu-ray, 4K, whatever. And DC Universe for US subscribers, it will appear on there on January 29th. So you do have to wait until the physical release date if you want to see it on DC Universe. But yeah, it's a, it's a sequel to The Death of Superman. And I'll talk a little bit more about how they're going to combine then. But it's something I'm very much looking forward to. This is a really cool story, the replacement Superman. I won't get into spoilers or anything like that if you haven't read the original comic comic series that it's based off of. But there's some stuff out there. There's new stills. There's clips for Superboy and for Steel that have been released. Everything I see, I like. Um, it's not really surprising if you know the animation style of this DC animated movie universe there's no real surprise there, but the characters look like you would expect for the most part. Their characterizations in the clips make sense. It's just brief flashes of Superboy, Steel being big and powerful and, and pretty cool. So I, if you are fans of those characters, it looks like we will be a lot to look forward to there. Uh, like I said, they are going to combine the death of Superman and reign of the Superman later in 2019. So if you remember years ago, 2012, 2013, The Dark Knight Returns, that was made as a two-part film. The second part came out in January, I think, and then in October, they released a, a deluxe edition. They combined them together, take out the credits for the first film and rework them and, and make it one seamless film. They're going to do the same here with these two films. I'm really excited about this. I know some people might be disappointed because they buy it have to buy it twice or don't know which version to buy or they bought part one and they wish they bought it all together. I, I get that. Um, but I, I, it's just a small price to pay to see parts of the film earlier. And it allows the, it allows this film to be more profitable. Otherwise, you know, if they release it as one big long movie at the start, uh, it would be tougher to pay the animation for such long times, but that's really cool. A neat thing. They're going to have new footage. I, there's not specific information on that, but I would assume that would be cut back into the film somehow. I, I don't think it's just deleted scenes. I think they'll edit it back in. So I wonder if there will be some way to maybe bridge the gap in between the two films, fill in the gap, make it a little smoother transition if, depending on how they start Reign of the Superman. Uh, but I think that's really cool to see it. And then you can watch it all at once. I'm not expecting a ton of new footage, you know, 10 or 20 minutes or anything like that, maybe two to five minutes at the most. But extra footage would be neat maybe they can add a couple more fan favorite moments from the comic series 
to put in there from the death or the rain or something in between some of the funeral i don't know i would like to see that um but yeah it's gonna make a long long film the death of superman was 81 minutes reign of the superman looks like it's going to be 87 minutes so add too much footage and you're gonna get close to really close to three hours although maybe with only one set of credits that will be cut down the time a little bit but i am excited for this and it's nice for them to let people know before Reign of the Superman comes out that this is happening so people don't buy it if they want to wait and get it together. Uh, I understand that. I'm sure some people bought The Death of Superman and now they don't know what to do. Uh, buy the, just buy the Reign or wait for the second one. But hopefully this deluxe edition or whatever they call it has some cool extra features and stuff. I guess I will have The Death of Superman, Reign of the Superman, and a combined version on 4K. But that's okay if... Rain is anywhere near as good as the death of Superman. I won't be complaining about it too much because I really enjoyed the death and hope to continue that with Rain of the Superman. And seeing them combined will be pretty cool. And with Rain of the Superman coming out, I wanted to look at the death of Superman, the sales numbers for it, actually. And these come from thenumbers.com. As always, with home media sales, it's really tricky to get specific numbers. It's estimated, and especially with direct-to-DVD or Blu-ray, things like this, it's tough to get accurate numbers, but they do a pretty good job of of getting some numbers out there, especially the early numbers. And wow, I was really blown away when I saw the sales for the death of Superman. It is very popular. Not surprising, considering it's uh, based on one of the most popular comic stories of all time. One of the most, I think DC still says it's the highest selling graphic novel of all time. I don't know where those numbers come from. I haven't found anything on that. But it's obviously a well-known story, and the death of Superman is obviously a name that gets attention, so it's not surprising that it would do well, but I was just surprised how well, how much better it did. So it's opening week. It had over $3.8 million in combined Blu-ray and DVD sales in the U.S. That's opening week alone, and it's over $6 million in total sales so far with just a few weeks. It's always a couple months behind in terms of reporting when these sales happen, but just for comparison... Son of Batman is the highest, had the highest opening of this DC animated movie universe with 2.6 million in sales its opening weekend. Like I said, Death of Superman was at 3.8. And Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, which was the, the last one to release, just to give another comparison, opened with 1.2 million in sales, a little under 1.2 million in sales. So, uh, yeah, the Death of Superman, big improvement on that. Um, I hope people come back and buy Reign of the Superman and then the and the deluxe edition or whatever they call it. But that's really strong sales and gives me hope that maybe we will see some more Superman uh, solo films, more animated Superman films. Uh, there hasn't been a ton of solo films in this universe. It's been a lot of Batman and a lot of Justice League or other team-ups, but hopefully more Superman because I really like what they've done and I want to see more of that, more continuing the story. I, I really want Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey to be a uh, sequel to reign of the Superman, bring back doomsday and things like that or other stories just so many superman stories i'd love to see in animation so hopefully that's a, a good sign for that and it sounds crazy to brag about superman sales numbers or whatever but uh sometimes it feels like superman's the underdog especially with all these superheroes out there now and so popular and uh you know people wonder if superman is still as popular and i think this show's these numbers show that uh, you give people a good Superman story, they'll show up and and buy it, and he's just as popular as ever with the uh, 
with the right material. So that's that's pretty exciting. I know it might be crazy if you're a fan of the Doom Patrol or Legion of Superheroes to say Superman sounds like an underdog, but uh, I do have, uh, I do feel that way sometimes, and I know other Superman fans feel the same way. Character, but yeah, it should be soon uh, that the death of Superman is the highest-grossing film in that universe, and probably one of the highest-grossing animated films that DC has done. I think Superman Doomsday, the first one, still has the highest sales with over 12 million total. Um, and I should point out the caveat of none of this, none of these numbers I've mentioned count digital sales. We don't have any numbers on that, but with digital becoming more and more popular over time, the death of Superman being the latest film released, uh, that would have the the highest percentage of digital sales, presumably just by logical thought there, you would assume. So that's really impressive to see it over 6 million and if it's had a similar number, it might already be over 12 million or so with digital sales combined in there. So, I mean, really, really strong start. And, uh, I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm just excited to see that and to see Superman be popular. It's always good to have those reminders. But after Reign of the Superman, we won't have to wait too long to see Superman again in animation. We finally have some details on Justice League versus The Fatal Five, the animated movie that has been announced from The Hollywood Reporter really the first details we didn't know much about this so george newburn who is from justice league justice league unlimited superman versus the elite and injustice video games is going to be returning to voice superman and along with some other voices from the dcau kevin conroy susan eisenberg and it's going to be executive produced by bruce tim so it's going to be done in that that dcau style it looks like so this is really surprising uh we didn't know if it would be in the ongoing universe that the death of superman is in or something one-off and it looks like it's going to be a one-off unless it's ties into the dcau somehow but it looks like a one-off i'm a little split on that because like i said i've been getting more invested in this universe and we know so much more about the superman now and, and some of the other characters but at the same time i'm not really going to complain about another chance to hear george newburn and kevin conroy and those group those guys all get together and voice those characters. Don't know how much Superman is, is going to be involved. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be Legion. Legion of Superheroes is going to play a big part of it. And the Fatal Five is a, a Legion villain, the team. So we'll see how that all fits in. Obviously, Superman has, was a big influence on the Legion of Superheroes in the comics. And getting that group started and inspired and all of that. But have no idea if that's going to tie in here or if it's going to be a subplot or, or how much actual Superman there will be but it it sounds like it's a pretty cool concept and introducing a new team in the Legion that hasn't been seen much in uh, the last 10 years or so at least so curious how that all fits in because it looks like there's a lot of characters there is a synopsis Justice League versus the Fatal Five finds the fate of the Earth hanging in the balance when the Justice League faces a powerful new threat the Fatal Five Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman seek answers as the time-traveling trio of Mano, Persuader, and Therak terrorizes Metropolis in search of budding Green Lantern Jessica Cruz. With their unwilling help, they aim to free remaining Fatal Five members, Emerald Empress, and Validus to carry out their sinister plan. But the Justice League has also discovered an ally from another time in the peculiar Starboy. Brimming with volatile power, could he be the key to thwarting the Fatal Five? An epic battle against ultimate evil awaits. Well, that sounds intense there. I think it's smart to introduce just a few Legion of Superhero members because, boy, there's a lot of them, and it's tough to keep track of all of them. Every time you read a Legion comic, uh, it almost feels like homework because they show a page 
where all of these characters, who they are, what their name is, where they're from, and all that. It's, it's just a huge roster. So I think just introducing a few, like has, has been done before in animation or in Smallville, they introduced just a few of the Legion. I think that's a smart way to do it. But yeah, I'm. this sounds like a cool premise. I, I don't know what they'll do with it, do with it but introducing smaller, smaller characters like Jessica Cruz, Fatal Five, the Legion is always fun and to see how that fits in with the Justice League and these returning returning voice actors is pretty cool. And this is going to be released in spring 20 of 2019 most likely. So probably March or April based on the general DC animated movie release schedules. Now on to some live action stuff. Some I wouldn't call this news, maybe some really old news. Uh, director Richard Donner, who of course directed Superman the movie and some of Superman 2, was interviewed by the 13th Dimension and Part of that was talking about what his Superman 3 might have been like. Really cool interview overall. Obviously not news, uh, very much not something uh, that is relevant. But I thought it was fun to talk about because it was a little bit of new information. And it's fun to speculate maybe what it could have been like had Richard Donner continued on with the Superman franchise and and not been replaced by Richard Lester for Superman 2. Like I said, a good interview overall. I think some of this you probably heard before if you've followed the film closely or, or looked back on stuff. But he talked about reading Superman and other comics when he was a kid. He's, he seemed to genuinely be a fan of the character of Superman. And it's interesting. Richard Donner was born in 1930, so he would have been eight years old when Superman debuted. So I think that's really interesting that he had that perspective now. Obviously, we're not going to get many directors like that now who actually grew up with the creation of the character, but I, I always thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and he also talked about how he, he read the script when he before he signed on to do it. And he talks about it being a parody and disrespectful to Superman. So he wanted to direct it as long as it could be rewritten and more in line with what the film eventually became. He and Tom Mankiewicz, of course, worked heavily on revising the film. And he's, he talks about how verisimilitude was important, so the characters had to believe that they were who they are, you know, a sense of uh, realism within that world. And that's a, that's a big part of that film. I know some people who look at it, looking at it through a modern lens compared to modern comic book movies might say it, it seems, it seems jokey or it seems like a parody or something like that. But I think if you look at it through the lens of, of when it was created, it's, it's very serious by how it's, how it's treated and, and the way the characters act within that film you know, Lois Lane and Clark Kent, they act how, uh, they're not acting like they're in a comic book movie. They're acting like they're in a, in the real world. And this is, these are the things that are going on and that's, that's what the, how the characters react. So I think that's something that he pointed out was being very important. And I think he, he succeeded. They also talked about the future of the film franchise. Like I said, if he hadn't been replaced, uh, and, and he and Tom Mankiewicz talked about maybe trading off, the rotating with directing duties. So Richard Donner directs Superman two, then flip it over for Superman three. And then Donner returns for Superman four or something like that. I think it's, uh, it's fascinating to think what would have happened if he Donner had done a trilogy or more films of Superman. You look at him in the eighties, he had, he's kind of in the prime of his directing, uh, with what the Goonies lethal weapon came out late in the eighties, uh, to think he could have, put some of that talent towards continuing the Superman franchise. And it's really interesting to see what it thinks. I know a, a lot of Superman fans think of it as a, a missed opportunity, maybe of what could have happened in terms of not going on to, I think what most people would say is decreasing quality as we get to Superman three and Superman four. 
crazy to think how good of a trilogy or set of films that could be. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but things would have been much different, I think. Uh, but in another fun thing, he was interested in Brainiac. He liked the intellect of Brainiac and potentially making him the villain for Superman 3. Um, at one point, Brainiac was going to be the villain of Superman 3 even after Donner was replaced. And then there was, of course, lots of changes and Richard Pryor came into play and things like that. Fascinating to think that 40 years ago about uh, a really talented director was thinking about making Superman versus Brainiac into a, a film. And uh, here we are, 2019, and still no, still no Superman versus Brainiac in live action at all, in fact. So uh, really disappointing. So Brainiac is the, the villain I most want to see in in a Superman movie in, in the future. So I'm hoping that happens sooner rather than later. I, I think we'll get there eventually. It's just a matter of waiting how long. Uh, so fascinating stuff overall, I think. With what animation has done to DC, you know, look at Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders with Adam West returning. I wonder if we could get Richard Donner's Superman 3 in animated form or something like that. I think that would be really cool. Or some sort of continuation of the Reeve film series in animation. Maybe get Brandon Routh to voice Superman. I don't know. I think that would be neat. I don't know how likely that is, but it's something fun and to think about what, what this franchise could have been. Uh, looking back, obviously, it's 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 over and done with and, and, and all of that. But it's curious to see what the 80s and 90s maybe could have looked like. Things had gone a little bit differently. On to a little bit of TV stuff before I go here. Season 3 of Young Justice, Outsiders as it is being called, has debuted on DC Universe on January 4th. Super Supergirl Returns was Season 4 on January 20th. I don't know how I'm going to talk about these shows in the future, if I just talk about the Superman-related stuff or if I talk about the Superboy-Supergirl stuff and maybe some other Superman characters that pop up here and there. Maybe make it a small segment at the end of end of the podcast but not do a full review might be something I do in the future, but uh, I'm still working out the details on this, the format of the podcast. As you can see, I'm sort of figuring it out as I go and, and how exactly I want to set it up. And along those lines, Titans, uh, if you haven't seen season one of Titans and you don't want any spoilers, now would be the time to turn off. I saved this for last, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about season two and maybe where the show's going and how the Superman family might come into play. So like I said, spoilers, if you don't want to know anything, but there was an and credit scene in the finale for season one of Titans featuring Connell Superboy in Cadmus Labs. We see Connell, he goes and finds Crypto and Cadmus, it appears, somewhere in Metropolis. Uh, no, uh, no other context of what's going on. It looks like just a body double for Connell. Nobody's really been casted, cast, I mean, for the role. So, yeah, but it looks like. The Superman family is going to come to Titans in season two. We see Crypto there with heat vision eyes. Kind of, I don't know what he's doing. Is he is he uh, killing people or is he just beating up some doctors to get out? I don't know. Is he in a violent state after just waking up not knowing what's going on? I don't know. It's all out of context and we don't see anything going on there. But we probably will see more of what happens in season two. And showrunner Greg Walker talked with Entertainment Weekly about what their plans are for season two. And it sounds like they don't really know exactly yet, but they, they do have some, some thoughts. He said, it's still brewing. 
what I can say is that we, we still want to take the same dimensionalized and psychologically grounded approach that we do with the other characters and apply that same pressure to counter Kent and see what shakes out of it when you put a character like that through that test. You know, questions of identity, questions of power, questions of your place in the universe. These are all questions that are interesting for any kind of Superman character and are really interesting for Connor. So I think it, we could guess what's going to happen with Connell, Connor, whatever you want to call him, in season two. But the question for me is what kind of characterization are they going with? If you look at something like Reign of the Superman, from what we've seen from that, it's a very different Connell from the one in Young Justice, for example, or other interpretations. So. I don't know where they're going to go with it, what characterization they're going to have. Uh, if you look at the Superboy character in comics, he's had a lot of changes, a lot of variations over the year. Obviously, Superman, Superboy was originally Superman when he was a boy, Clark Kent, hanging out in a Superboy costume in Smallville. But the modern post-crisis version, Connell was created when Superman was dead, popped up and to be a replacement for Superman created by Cadmus. Um, and he was the fun loving, fun loving, uh, lighthearted character, more of a very different from Superman, I think is the, the best way to describe it. And that character went through a lot of changes over the years and was written differently and obviously matured in some ways and, or was written differently in other ways and to where we see something like young justice, where it's a very serious take on the character. And as opposed to, like I said, reign of the Superman, where it, is that original vision for the character. So I'm curious to see what they do. I think uh, the original Connell would um, might be a little jarring to see uh, a funny, funnier character, I guess a joking character mixed with these Titans based on what season one was. Although you could argue maybe they needs a little levity on, although beast boy does provide some of that. So I don't know what kind they'll be going with, but it would make sense. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm expecting a more serious take. I hope it's not too dark and violent. Uh, a lot of Titans is that, and or at least skews on the darker side of characterization for for most of the main characters, Nightwing or Dick Grayson, I should say, and, and Starfire and some of the other characters. They skew on the, the darker, more violent version of those characters' characterizations over the years. So I hope he's not too hyper-violent or anything like that. Um, could be a part of his progression where he first wakes up similar to young justice where he doesn't know what's going on. And maybe he's a little more violent uh, at the start until he figures out what's going on, but it, it will be interesting to see what they do with it. I'm pretty, I am glad there is some Superman family influence coming to Titans and uh, I, I just hope it's a cool character and handled well. All right. Well, that is all I have for today. I will be reviewing reign of the Superman as soon as it comes out with the DC drop do a full review there if you want to check that out. And then I will, on this show, on Superman Confidential, I won't be doing a full review or anything like that. What I'll do is take a look at the original comic arc, Reign of the Superman, Return of Superman. Take a look at those and also take a look at the movie and compare and just say, you know, look at what's different about it, what they changed, what they did the same. Uh, just kind of a fun exercise, I guess, to see what they changed and all of that. So, I will be doing that next time, but for now, you can check out the show on Twitter at SupermanPod. I am at CryptonTom, or you can do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'd be really appreciated. So I will be back with that soon.